When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Michael's up. We're going off the rails. We're starting today's episode with always. another fact. Uh, but yes, always. The M's in M&M's stand for Mars and Murie. That would be Forrest Mars and Bruce Murie, the two businessmen who created the candy-coated chocolates. The two actually had a very contentious relationship as Mars leveraged Murie out of his 20% share in the company in 1949, years before M&M's would become the best-selling candy in the U.S., paying him just $1 million for his share of business that would quickly be worth billions. Um, Also, just so you know, I did some further research in regards to Honey's shelf life. And honey has been called the only food that truly lasts forever thanks to its magical chemistry and the handiwork of bees. When the heated and strained honey is sealed properly, moisture cannot be absorbed, and the honey stays the same forever. Oh, yeah. What I like to hear. Yes. So, quickly adjust my mic. What do people uh, think the M's stand for? Do people think it stands for something right now, or do they just think it's just a random letter that they decided... Oh, hold on. Let me quickly reference my survey that I randomly conducted <laughs> well, in I don't the know. time that I just read that useless fact to you. Well, what do you think? Do you think people just like don't think it stands for anything, or do you think that I don't? Yeah, I I don't think people give it the time of day. I just think they want the sugar high. It's true. And the delectable treats or delectable treats, delectable. Did I do it delectable. again? Delectable. Yeah, you did it again, but that's fine. We're I not did talk it about again. That. Um, it looks like you have my cup too, bud. That's fine. You're Derek today. Actually, you're someone else today, brah. Little Oreo run down the football field treat. That's right. Oil oh. changes for everyone. <laughs> Love this show. What? So. Uh, who got you that? A very, very, very good friend of mine slash best friend. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. As a wedding gift. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So do you want to tell people what it is? I mean, I was just going to let people talk about it, but it's a Thad Castle jersey. Oh, yeah. From Blue Mountain State. I'll turn around so people can enjoy its greatness. Oh! <laughs> there it is. Did you watch? Was, what network was it on? Because I've only watched it on Netflix. Uh, Spike, I believe. Oh, okay. Did you watch it when it was on TV? Yeah, a few episodes. But then once, what are you doing what? in here, Fly? <laughs> I will end you. I will end. Clap it. So, Fly's. Did I get it? Oh. No, you didn't get it. 
Flies... <laughs> flies' reaction times are five times faster than humans. <laughs> Another useless fact of the day, we will end this fly's lives. <laughs> Alright, we will go to commercial break, and we will be back sweaty after we've included in our fight against the fly. What is this? Look at you flying around. It's going to be distracting for the next hour, Derek. I don't have a fly swatter. Right How did this now. get in here? I don't know. It's right. It's behind you now. I it can it can't really go that far, Derek. <laughs> it's not in a large room. <laughs> this is terrible. Well, welcome back. <laughs> so, did you watch it when it was on TV, or did you just watch yeah, it on yeah, Netflix yeah. No, no, no. A couple episodes, and then that thing. <laughs> and then once Netflix became like an actual thing, then we all essentially marathoned it, and our lives were changed forever. Yeah. But you asked a few episodes ago if I ever had a nickname. Uh, growing up, and one of them was Thad, and he was like the first character that I got referenced to growing up, and then obviously since then there's been a, a few others, but... When did that show come out? Early 2000s. So, oh, really? Yeah, in between 2005 and 2010, I believe, because it was, it was a staple in our lives. I'll look. I watched it on Netflix. I didn't watch it on Spike. I love that show. And I f- seriously remember watching that movie... Or watching that show and thinking to myself, if this isn't Mike Kelly, I don't know what is. And that was before you and I became close like we are now. 2010. You and I met in 2012. I don't know when it came on Netflix, but there was, like, before we started this podcast, before we got really close, I watched that. And I'm like, this is this guy that I know, Mike Kelly, down to a T. It's scary. Without a doubt. And he's a little stronger than you, but whatever. He is. And a huge liberal. He's a huge human being. He is. He's huge, and he's, uh, I believe he's bi in real life, because I watched... He's bi? Yeah, yeah. I watched a full thing about the cast and their auditions, and they're like, this guy's like literally perfect for Fat Castle, and the writers were talking about it, and then, I don't even know how it came up, but the fact that he's bi came out, and they're like... We have to have him. Right. Like, he's literally now perfect for the role because that just makes everything that much better. Like That's the, awesome. The jokes will land better. He doesn't care because like he's also into it. So right. it's like all those things can and you know, back in twenty ten, times were so different. Oh yeah. So they're like, This is great, like it's a match made in heaven. And then of course he just took and ran. Like the dude's built like a brick. Mm-hmm. He's su- I mean, he's a stud. And although he's unbelievably intelligent in real life, he plays a really good dude right. that's dumb. Yeah. So it was just it was perfect, and is that it show is hysterical. I don't know if it's still on because Netflix. Because I want to rewatch it. I know. That I, is such I, a good show. I'm what, surprised you don't have it on DVD. One of my buddies has all of them on DVD. Because okay. you can buy them on... Uh, I'm, I'm going to kill this thing. <laughs> serious. Just don't break our equipment. I know. That's that's, <laughs> just that's why I didn't pull the trigger. The I know. I was looking down the sights, man. I was ready. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Here, hold on a second. Let's... We'll be back after these short messages <laughs> from our sponsors. Art bag. No, I'm just kidding. <coughs> That's probably what brought it in. Probably. It's a fucking. If you open the door, I'll make sure I run it out. <whistles> Come on. Out, 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 out. I was right there, too. <laughs> Come on, you little shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, it's Where'd it go? Damn it. There it goes. Is it out? Woo! Is it out? Hell yeah. Ugh, so tough. <laughs> T-U-F-F tough. You know we're keeping all that in, right? No way. Hell yeah. It's good content for the TikTok. Well, welcome back. 
we're live here inside the Buffalo Happy Hour studio. Oh, God. It was hilarious. I think I just showed my extreme unathleticism right there. Uh, I agree with you, and we just have breaking news. So, uh, majority of New York Assembly would oust Cuomo if he does not resign. Oh, okay, cool. So, I think we all knew that was going to happen. Like, when we first heard about this, a lot of people were saying that it was going to get swept under the rug. I don't think that this ever would have been swept under the rug. In these times right now with the whole Me Too movement and him especially saying there's no excuse for sexual harassment, there was no way that that was going to go like unattended. I think it was going to be based on what the report found. Yeah. And then when the report is insanely large, I mean, what a vast change in topics anyways. Right. But So it was 165 pages, 179 in, like witnesses slash interviews, seventy nine thousand pieces of evidence. I'll say that again: seventy nine thousand articles of evidence, and then eleven credible sources against him. One of which is a current female state trooper, and then they had basically everybody in politics on the federal level, on the left, say resign, mm-hmm. and then you have everybody on the state level saying resign on both sides of the aisle republicans are cheering they're like we can finally get cuomo out of office but now you know if everything you know does come to a head he does resign and or get impeached and he's officially out of office who steps in other than kathy hochel like okay lieutenant governor kathy hochel steps in and then who gets elected into the position right because if there would be a special election for that right especially now because we're still far enough well well it depends on what he does so what i what i learned is if cuomo is impeached as soon as the articles of impeachment are placed into like reality basically and the state says we are now going to try to impeach him whether he's guilty or not he can no longer be in his current position. And then the lieutenant governor would st- immediately step in and resume responsibilities as governor of New York State. That's how it would until work legally. It, basically. Yeah. So, and then from that point, I don't know if she holds that until 2022. I don't know if there's a special election. All I know is that he can no longer be in that seat. So he's essentially out of office, mm-hmm. which for a lot of people, I think, will be a sigh of relief. But then it's going to be a lot of unanswered questions of what happens next in New York State specifically because you and I are essentially at this point in it for the long haul. We're not really going anywhere. There's a lot of businesses that are going to be happy that he's gone, but then there's going to be a lot of holding their breath until we find out who steps in because the the left side of the aisle has people that are willing to take the position except the the right side of the aisle is already warning everybody in the state like, hey, the the incumbents – are basically worse than mm-hmm. Cuomo, which is insane to think about, but from a policy standpoint, they're not even close. Because yeah. Cuomo's fairly moderate, but, you know, I, it's going to be a wild yeah. ride until 2022. Do you think de Blasio runs? No. He has absolutely no support from people downstate. And his latest mask mandate, well, not mask mandate, but the show proof of vaccinations but, I mean, to the enter a business. But I mean, people in New York City like him. No, they don't. Then why does he keep getting elected? Because people don't vote. And the ones that do vote are for the left. And the left votes in like two boroughs and that's enough to elect the mayor. I mean, the the density of population is ridiculous. You know, so it doesn't necessarily take a lot. But the people on the left vote. Mm -hmm. That's basically how it is. And then people on the right complain. 
<laughs> so if the right voted as hard in, in every election as the left does, things would be different. But mm. if, even look at the Buffalo race. 22,000 people voted total. Right. You know? There's a difference of, what, 100 or 1,000 people? Yeah. It was mayoral nobody showed up. Yeah. And then same thing happens, not even with, like, uh, mayoral, is that how you say yeah. that, races, but <clears throat> people for school budgets. You own a home in a school district. Do you go to those meetings? Do you vote? Do you say, like, hey, I don't want to build this building in the town that's going to be $2 million over budget, but it's going to have a spot coffee in there, so that's kind of cool. Right. But, you know, it's going to raise my taxes by $250 a year. Nobody talks about that. Right. Nobody goes there and votes. You know, nobody votes for a highway superintendent. Nobody cares, <laughs> except for people that are already in the system yeah. that are already working for the town. You know what I mean? So... If everybody voted on things, <clears throat> not even like locally, but, well, I'm sorry, not even federally, but locally, the whole landscape of the country would be different. But so many people just don't even show up to vote. It's kind of interesting because that's how the whole country is based right. and nobody does it. How do we change that, though? Like, just inform people? like get Yeah, people I out? guess. I mean. I don't think people understand how much local politics actually affect them. They think that the most effect, like how they're affected the most is the president. But honestly, if you really dive down into it, the whole process of the United States is giving states power. So the states Correct. have significantly more power than you think, especially when it comes to like the presidential election. He really doesn't have any effect on our lives. Yeah, I mean, really. he does, but from a federal level, like state doesn't like state and local government are what matter most. He has the, the president has a major impact on you as a federal income taxpayer. Mm hmm. But that's it. And then notice on your W-2, for those that work all the time, there's deductions all over the place. Yeah. And 90% of them are on the state level between Social Security and, you know, um, f state income tax and then your <clears throat> your medical yeah. and everything else. Like, it's all local level. But I don't know. It's crazy. So we shall see yeah. so what happens. So Thad Castle again. So Thad. Thad's a man. Yeah. Hell yeah, he is. But yeah, super intelligent guy, which I didn't realize until recently, because when I got this uh, as a wedding gift from Jim, I tagged Thad's Instagram. Yeah. You know, the actor Thad in real or life. the actual actor, okay. Yeah, and obviously there was no comment or like. Alan. That's fine. Yeah. He, uh, but I was like looking at his feed because I was like, what is he up to now? Because, yeah. you know, he's not like Ryan Reynolds where you see him in every commercial. So, or The Rock. How do you like over, oh, sorry, finish your thought. Then I want to ask you another question. Perfect. So I, uh, I was looking and he's like, yeah, I just finished this book and this excerpt is really interesting and here's my opinion on it. And I was like, what are you, he's, you can't read. You're Thad Castle. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you literally just care about cocaine and Friday Night Lights. Like, I don't, I literally don't understand what's going on. And then I was talking to Jim about it. He goes, dude, do you realize how smart he is? I'm like, no, I did not realize how smart Thad Castle is. Like, this insanity me. But what, what's your question? How do you come back from playing a character like that? I was watching an interview with um, the Sean William Scott. Is that who plays Steve Strickler? Steve Stricker? And, uh, I can't tell you, man. And um, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, do I American Pie. Steve Strickler. Yeah, right? The dad in Schitt's Creek? No. The dude in... That's Eugene Levy. Love him. We'll talk about that also because Mike just started watching Schitt's Creek and he's so excited. But no, the um, Steve Strickler. You know, the oh, main dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was in an interview, and he's like, people still approach me on the street as him. Like, he's not anybody else except for him. 
And I feel like if Blue Mountain State was the same, like got the same level of notoriety that American Pie did, Thad would be the same thing. Alan wouldn't be able to walk the street. He probably can't now. But that character, you can't come back from. Is that a bad thing, though? Depends on how you want to continue your your career going forward. Well, right. So there's you sounded like Biden there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I stuttered. I don't. I don't I mean, either. It depends on how you want the career, the hard bag, and the the whiskey, and uh, anyway, go. you know the thing. Yeah, the thing. So yeah. he. Ah. So <laughs> come on, man. I think there's some characters that you could. I think he could get away from Thad. I definitely think he could. Yeah. But I. I mean, it's not a bad. It's not bad to you. But like, if he goes to a yeah, but if he goes to a job like an acting position, and they know him as the dude that stuffed an Oreo up his ass and snorted cocaine all the time, I don't know if that's the character that you want as the top of your resume. You know, (laughs) (laughs) correct, 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 correct. That has to be so interesting being an actor because you have to get pigeonholed into everything. Like your first role, if it's a hit, that's it for you. Do you remember coming back? Do you remember the play that I was in in college? No, you were in a play in college. Yeah. Yep. And you, I had you gotta remember, we only knew each other for like two years. I didn't know it was you at Hilbert, other. bro. It was senior year of Hilbert. What? Yeah. Why were you in a play? Also, ah, uh, it's fine. We can. We went to Hilbert. All right. We went there, and everything was fine. So, if you want an online degree, or if you want a master's within eighteen months, you're in an accelerated program. If you graduated there with your undergrad, feel free. Also, Franciscan something. I don't know. They advertise Catholic that. Franciscan. <laughs> yeah. So. Not a sponsor. It was a, it was a private college, very prestigious. <laughs> so most prestigious of colleges. So, dude, do you remember when we were there? Funny story about college. So, we were there and we were commuters because it's Hilbert College, right? And they're like, "Oh, you're a commuter." Like, yeah, I live, I live 15 <laughs> minutes up the road. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dorm here and spend an ungodly amount of money for French fries in a college who doesn't, who's not known for partying. No, it would it be was, different if you lived down the road from Fredonia and you wanted to dorm there to get the college experience. The college experience at Hilbert is like a Bible verse every night. So it's not like the best experience yeah, in and, your entire but life. But, dude, you could still get the college experience in Fredonia, for example, because that town exists well, that's because of the saying. college. So it would make more sense if you lived 15 minutes outside of Fredonia and dormed in Fredonia than it would 15 minutes outside of Hilbert and dormed at Hilbert. But what I'm saying is if you, if you were a commuter at Fredonia and lived 15 minutes away from the college... There, there really is no difference. Oh, that's right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you can still have the college experience and then just, like, walk home in your <laughs> salmon shorts. But, yeah, I laughed at them. I'm Got like, these no. these vineyard vines? Yeah, really. In, in Fredonia? <laughs> oh, goodness. You literally don't fit in. There's Old Navy and Gap. Mm. So, the... So I laughed at everyone at Hilbert. I'm like, no, I'm a commuter. I'm literally here for a degree and moving on. Like, I'm not trying to get involved in anything. Like, please leave me alone. I'm just trying to do this ridiculous 10-page thesis to finish my undergrad and get on with the world. But anyways, there was an acting. There was like a, a, it was an elective that I could take. I don't even know how it worked out with my schedule in regards to it was still open. I think I had to. As an elective for senior year. For a criminal justice major, you had to take a theatric course? Yeah, something like that. So I took it, and I was like, whatever. Just like every year, you were forced to take a religion class. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. So we had auditions for a play, and I got one of the main roles in the play. And the whole class was super excited about this play. No joke. Like, because you were the star, or just in general, no, they were excited? No, the whole class was excited about it. Like, everybody loved their role. 
Oh, okay. And we're you. like, okay, like, you know, I was just lucky enough to get the, the lead role because I was super flamboyant and, like, very loud. And they're like, you, your voice will carry perfectly well through the, the small Hilbert auditorium, but, like, you you do fit the actual character. And I was like, sure. okay, fine. But the professor picked the um, the play, and then we – it was the, the, the whole table read, like, the nine. Like, what you hear about in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like, we had to do. So we sat down – as a class, and then we basically just turned our desks in because, again, the enrollment at Hilbert every year is like 3,000 students, so it's literally high school. Yeah. So, at least by us, I mean, there's some states where, you know, a graduating class of 400 is literally four times the size of theirs, but that's fine. Um, so we turned our desks in, and then we had a copy of the script, and we read it. And then you, you would act as you read, and there would be like parentheses everywhere and it's super confusing because you would read the line that you have to say but then you would have to act and in what's in the parentheses which is after the line it's never before so it's like a japanese cartoon yeah so i'm reading it and i'm like oh that's great and they're like depressed i'm like well obviously i would have said that differently (laughs) if i knew it was like depressive so that took forever to figure out because you literally have to like read ahead yeah and then you learn within like three failures like oh i have to i have to be like three lines ahead and then basically memorize the first two lines so that i can keep up so give me a give me a oh that's great in the happy tone and an oh that's great in the depressed tone right now happy what's well no i'm telling you right now well yeah i just did like oh that's great all right and then depresses oh that's great (laughs) <laughs> and like you had to do that so I'm sitting there in front of all these people and I'm like okay I know like I know like two people in this class and the only reason we're here is because we're like you kind of fall into your old high school roles sure. of like the jock athlete that's kind of just like an asshat Thad Castle Thad Castle um, and then there's people that actually act right. outside of college and they're like this is my major this is my life and it got to the point where I mean you would do the exact same thing where you you don't want to do anybody a disservice sure. and you also want to do well in the class for your own GPA. And it's, it's not like a difficult a mm-hmm. because it's really just performance based and you know, we're extroverts and we're like, this is cake, like just show up and do the right thing. So, um, people like voted on roles, like who fits where best. And there were, dude, there were females that were in the class that just crushed everything. Really? And th- like they were in plays downtown. And I was like, I would ask some tips. I'm like, how do you like, and they're like, oh, how do I cry? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I think about my parents jumping off a cliff. I'm like, what? Really? And they're like, 100%. I was like, <laughs> then oh. you're like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Literally. So I'm like, okay. So they would give you like kind of some cues. Um, they're like, you can use like water and spray it on your face, and then it can cause like different reactions. You you make up things in your head. I thought you said you can cry on demand, though. Me? Yeah. Or can you throw up on demand? You can do something on demand. I it's not <clears throat> I can work myself up really quickly to cry. Gotcha. But it's not like Zach Efron is literally on demand. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not like on demand with that. But I can easily work myself up to be unbelievably emotionally unstable and then I will cry without any problems. So what was this play? Was it a, like a Romeo and Juliet in your Romeo or something? It was along those lines of a of like a romance old English play. Um, but it wasn't with a like a modern one. twist, but it wasn't Romeo and Juliet, okay. and I did not get Romeo. I got like the like his best friend, basically, who's gotcha. in like a ton and has a bunch of lines. Ralphio, yeah. So I'm like all fired up. I was like, "This is sweet. Let's do it." And tickets were like on sale. The play was going to happen on a Friday, and we showed up on that Monday, and we're like, "Okay, we have five days to crush it." 
and we've all done all the work, like our final projects are in, and there was a dispute with one of the students, and she was not happy with one thing of how it turned out where she wasn't basically getting her way and threatened to basically pull all these different cards about how she was mistreated. And the professor tried to, like, calm her down, and he's like, we're five days away. Like, I'm literally leaving this class at 2 o'clock and then going to the printer to print tickets and then post them up on the walls, and then it's, like, happening. Right. And she was unhappy because we all met, and we're like, can we just do the play? And we all, the whole class decided against her. She went to the dean. It got shut down. Seriously? Swear to God. And it was 2014, and that was, like, the... The uptick of, of PC and everything else, and the the college is like we're just not we're not going to go through with it because we don't want to deal with the potential problems of like if the play does go on, what if she shows up? Like we, it's it's not worth it. Every single every single student that was a part of it got an automatic A. The professor was pissed, and he's like, I'm not, it's it's not worth it. So give me. Um, give me your work that you've done for the play, even if it's a page. And we're like, okay. He's like, okay, that's your final project, A. That's your final project, A. And he's like, I'm done. And he was livid. Holy shit. And we were all super pissed. And I, I vividly remember I um, I texted Colleen, who was my girlfriend at the time, for like a year. And I was like, yep, not happening. All because this one girl was, was she, she, she went to the dean. I don't know. I don't know what she ended up telling the dean. But that's, No, was Colleen going to come to the play? I believe so, yeah. Oh, nice. And I was like, it would have been sweet, dude. It was like a Friday, Saturday showing, viewing. She was able to go to like the last one because she worked Friday, Saturdays, and she was off Sunday, Monday, and that was it. I had to tell her like Monday afternoon that it wasn't happening, and she was like, what? That sucks. I'm like, yeah. I was, Dude, I was so fired up to actually like being a play and act. Right. Nothing. Did you ever do that in high school or no? No. I, I focus on football, but dude, my whole, I should have. I should have done something, but you know, you kind of have like those stereotypes and say, oh, I'm an elf male. It's, Whatever. 100%. Did you ever want to get into acting? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Did you ever try or no? Dude, I was in chorus for years. Years. Were you really? Yeah. You don't I, have that good of a singing voice to be in chorus for years. Correct. That's why I was in years <laughs> in elementary school, and then I realized I can't sing for shoes. I was in chorus, too. We were were probably, you? We were probably singing alongside each other. I don't know if we did anything with Iroquois. I think you guys were chanting, hi, how are you, for a while. <laughs> we're out there singing the national anthem. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, I was so, in chorus too for a little bit. What? What have? Uh, hello, I'm a co-host of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. what, is there anything else that Thanks, you? Folks. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would have done that you've never done? Like act? Oh, I totally would have acted. I'm so pissed. We've never acted. I know. I I think about that quite a bit because, like you were saying, I feel like we would have been good at it. Especially like for me personally, I wish I would have gotten into voice acting or some sort of broadcasting. Because I do have the voice for it. Like, not to blow my head up, but I do have the voice for it. People told me for years, years when I was working at, t- at a grocery store, almost said the name, not going to do it, no free shout-outs, bro. You can pay us if you want, and I'll say it then. But just know that you were a manager. Oh, I was a manager at that store, <laughs> for sure. But uh, So I would get told, as I was a cashier when I first started, like, you have the voice of a radio host. You have a voice. you got to do something with voice acting. I wish I would have gotten into that sooner because I feel like that really could have done well for me. I'm relatively articulate, too. Even though the first, like, 10 years of my life, I had a huge lisp. And you stuttered today. And I stuttered today. At so probably 30 not years old, but yeah, that's fine. Really. 
it's but yeah. wild. But yeah, I wish I would have gotten into that. I wish I would have gotten into acting because it's not like it's it had that stereotype, but it shouldn't have. I agree. And it is such a cool thing to be able to get out of your body is like theatrical as this sounds. Get out of your body no and assume a role mm-hmm. and be able to act that person. It would have been so cool to do. And I feel like we could have done a very good job at it. I agree. I, I agree, agree. I agree. I agree. But yeah, I, I have a ton of regrets about high school. I hated high school so much. I just wanted to go in, pass, and leave. That's all I wanted to do. I wish I would have played school hockey earlier. I wish I would have been on the golf team. I wish I would have played football. I wish I would have done all the sports, acting, anything. But I didn't do anything. So if you're listening to this right now and you have kids, force them to do it because... Just allow them to do whatever they want. Yeah. Because I wanted to play football earlier, and I wasn't allowed, which pros and cons, Mm -hmm. but, you know, there was that. I grew up playing baseball instead um, and camping, which we've talked about. But, yeah, my whole – a lot of people in my family have told me that I should have been on stage in some Mm -hmm. capacity. Well, you're very animated. Extremely. Extremely animated. And I know that about myself, Mm -hmm. but it's not – I don't know. It's just who I am. But I also have, like, way too much energy, and there's not enough outlets. That's true. So that's... Do you think theater would have been an outlet for you? Oh, my God. It would have been amazing. I already told you, dude. Like, I I loved choreographed dance. I still do. I still respect it. So I could have, like, that, you know, like, anything other than just lifting weights and playing football. But there was, you know, uh, there's a ton of outside variables that came into it, obviously, from, you know, 9 to 16 years old. So there's Mm -hmm. that. But it's... Yeah, I just get upset because then I watch shows like Shit's Creek, and I'm like, I could, I could be the son and just like right. have a ball with that. I could be Schmidt and New Girl, like I could be Rob Lowe and Parks and Rec, like I just, you know what I mean. I could be the fitness freak who's super annoying and animated, right. like I basically am that now. But it's true, like but you don't get paid for it now. Correct, like Jim Carrey <laughs> stuff. Oh, like, God, there's but he's so animated. Yeah. Obviously, he's a generational talent. But and I'm the nowhere brother. near his level. But I'm saying like that animation and right. energy level. I I just I don't know. I just get upset because of course we only get one shot at this. But listen, if there's any news, TV shows, network, whatever, I'm here for you. I'll act. We, we've been talking about it, you and I, doing something. I think we would do very very well if we start doing stuff along those lines. I want somebody to go with <clears throat> us on interviews so that we don't have to record ourselves right. like a videographer to follow us and then we can literally be like the host yeah. of the buffalo happy hour instead of everything of the buffalo happy hour yeah it'll come with time it'll I happen know. eventually because our content's going to grow to that it has to that's where our projection is going and we watch like different companies do their stuff and it's like you and i have a much better vision than they do so we could kill it we think that but we just have to convey it and do it in a way that everybody agrees with us. We're also Poe. Poe. So we don't have money for all this. We Poe. But anyway, so Shit's Creek. You started watching Shit's Creek. Yeah. What made you click on it? It's, first of all, shout out to my sister who's so annoying about it. She's like, you love New Girl. You would love Shit's Creek. Just watch it. Just watch it. And then like a week goes by. Did you watch it yet? I'm like, no, I did not. And then <laughs> she just gets like suing like over the top, which is great because then it forces, you know, it's basically planting so many seeds that we can't really do anything about it. So she, 30 minutes in. Yo, Sean's going to be happy. I've been hitting him on. Megafan's crushing. Spot on. So. Do you want more of this? 
So you do the listen. There's things that are going on afterwards. I'll I'll take a little a slight dram. I don't think you hated this as much as you think you do. I gave it a seventies. Isn't terrible. Go check out the ones that we scrape you of Ardbeg Wee Beastie if you're interested to see Mike's reaction when he first takes the top off of an extremely peated Isla whiskey. I just had a bad swallow of it, <laughs> and it just reminded me. So anyways, it was on our feed again on Netflix, and then Colleen was just like, oh my god, do you just want to watch this show? Like, everybody at work always talks about it, and they get mad that I, you know, because then they know that we may watch it, so they just, like, don't talk about it when I'm around. Right. And that whole thing, I was like, fine. I was like, I mean, I don't care either way if we do or don't. I don't really, like, I know some things about it, I guess, but not really. I'm like, just put it on. Who cares? Like, we have nothing else to do anyways. And then we found out each episode's 20 minutes. Right. So you blow through them. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's great. We could watch three and then go to bed. Like, easy. So the first episode goes on, and then everyone's like, you got to give it, like, four episodes. You got to give it, like, four. That's every show. But you I don't, don't, don't have they- to give it four. You have to give it like at least two or three. You can't. You can't watch any show the I first was, episode and be hooked. I was fine after one episode with it. Funny story. You know how Netflix tells you or like gives you a preview of the episode. Yeah. When you're scrolling through and it just starts playing. So Shit's Creek for the longest time. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's a great show. But the feed for Shit's Creek was the second episode when the uh, ceiling starts leaking. Yeah. On the dad. Yeah. Gene and I clicked on it press play and watch it we missed the entire first episode we didn't watch the entire first episode until we finished the whole series and then we went to go rewatch it again and we're like where did this episode come from because the whole first episode we had no context we had nothing we just went in episode two and we're like this is normal for sure yeah, no idea not at missed all. the entire first episode the <clears throat> the outline i guess of the plot was really well done mm-hmm. Um, but you just immediately laugh from start to finish just because it's so dramatic. The whole family is so dramatic. But And the dad and the son have good chemistry, obviously, because they're related. I didn't so I didn't know like any of this until literally today. Really? And I'm in season two now. Did you know that Twilight? So, so hold on, this is this is this is what I know. Okay? Okay. Okay, first of all. First of all. The mom is the mom from home alone. Yeah. Didn't I uh, again, didn't know any of this until today. The dad and Did son. Did you think she just had that accent in real life? <laughs> no, I just didn't even that think about it. bougie accent. Yeah, I just didn't even think about it. Um, <laughs> nothing's here as appealing, and I'm dying <laughs> yeah. inside. So, David. <laughs> so, the so David and the wa- the waitress at the cafe that was the first girl to date uh, Schmutt or Mutt or whatever. Yeah. That's his biological sister. Yep. Didn't know that. And then she didn't even get casted to be his own sister in the show. Right. Which was interesting. And then the dad's obviously the dad from American Pie. And um, that's his son in real life. And then... And his daughter in real life. And his daughter in real life. I was like, I didn't... That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. But I don't think Twyla would have played a good Alexis. Like, Alexis creates that family. The whole dynamic of that family is just so many different extra characters. I don't think so Twilight could have played it. So extra. No, I don't think so either. It's such a good show. I'm very happy that you started watching it. So your sister kind of forced you to, and then you're like, whatever. And then what was your first thought when you when you clicked on it? Were you into it right away? Or were you like, okay, this is fine, and then as it went on, you're like, I love this now. Or did you love it from I the mean, start? I mean, I don't... I'm... 
on the fence of love still, and I'm into season two. Like, I enjoy it thoroughly, but it's not like Prison Break. By season two, I'm like, my world ends now, (laughs) and I will watch the next episode. But, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy the show, and it took me two episodes. Because the first one, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, so it's a town. That's like, that all makes way more sense now. And then once I got to the town, then like my giggling increased. Colleen's like rolling every episode because it's literally the whole thing is her sense of humor. Yeah. So she's in tears. And I was like, well, you know, Thad Castle's my sense of humor. Right. So there's that. But then also, so is New Girl. So yeah, it's, there's, there's a couple moments where I've screamed at the TV laughing now. Yeah. Gina started watching Superstore. Have you seen that? No. That's also hilarious. That is a very, very funny show, too. Yeah. It's basically a giant Walmart. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. In the same vein as, like, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, mm-hmm. where there's short episodes. It's not camera, like, or whatever they call Parks and Rec in the office. It's not that. But it's more like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where it's a, it's just, it's like a sitcom, kind yeah. of, without the audience. Yeah. It's really good. Nine nine I also that nine nine is a show I love and that's also my humor. Yeah. I scream watching that show. <laughs> scream watching it. But yeah, there's I think that's the second show that you've recommended that I wasn't willing to like drive to your house and knock on Brooklyn your door. Nine-Nine? No no no. Oh Shits Creek. Shits Creek yeah. and knock on your door and demand you to see like some therapist for help <laughs> because the other shows you asked me to watch that I did, I was, was like one, goodness. Right? Huh? Oh no, Mine Hunter. Look how sensitive you are. <laughs> no, it was Mine Hunter and The Center, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Both of them very good. Mine Hunter's coming back for season three, I think. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, great. I'm gonna pass. You liked it. Stop it. You were going to school for criminal justice. How do you not like that? I was a police science major. You were a forensics major. They're very different paths. True. Although I love crime scene photos and I fall asleep watching forensic files since I was like eight. Yeah, so you can't talk at all. Yeah, literally not at well, all. Well, you got to start, once you're done with this, you got to start watching Manifest because Manifest is very good too. Okay. There's so many shows. I'll just keep feeding you recommendations. Yeah. I don't really watch TV that much anymore though. When we do, we're watching Outlander and Manifest. That's all we watch now. Well, I think a lot of it is just streamed on like a platform and then to watch like actual TV. I don't even have cable. The Olympics, the Bills. Um, have you been watching the Olympics? We have. Yeah. The swimming's been fascinating to watch because it's been like really, really close heats. And I, I love watching track and field. I don't think I watched one second of the Olympics this year. Really? Yeah. It, it's their worst ratings ever. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you prefer summer or winter? Summer. All oh, really? day long. Oh, all day I, long. I like winter much better. Really? Yeah. Because I like skiing. I like snowboarding. I like all the tricks. I, I like respect it. But yeah, yeah, I just, I love watching people run 26 miles an hour. Oh, God. I'm obsessed with it, dude. Well, because you you can relate. Well, yeah, but like... I can't. Ran to the ice cream truck and back. (laughs) Speaking of that, did we ever discuss... Oh, we did. We discussed our favorite candy bars on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Fast breaks. Fast breaks. So good. I was going to bring you one today, but I didn't leave the house, so... (laughs) Can I tell you? It's fine. Everything's fine. But yeah, dude. Um, Yeah. So what else has been going on? Anything else exciting this week? What what body part are we talking about? We didn't talk about a body part. What's the last one we left off on? Last week was eyes. Was it eyes? Or was that two weeks ago? See? This is why we didn't talk about it. It's just got to happen organically. So we, like were driving, <laughs> we were driving back from my buddy Steve's wedding. It was his wedding out in Columbus. So I had five and a half hours to have Derek's 
high slash drunk thoughts, even though I don't smoke and I don't drink while driving. You should never drink while driving. Drink responsibly. Please be a good person. I'm like, just kidding. All right. So we're out. Um, so we were driving back and I forgot what Gina said something. And then I'm like, can you imagine being the first person that got a little grumbling in your stomach? And then you're like, I need to put something in my mouth right now to satisfy that. That at some point that was a new thought to somebody. How do you get there? And what do you think that first food was? Do you think they killed something? Right I think off the bat? It, I think it's all instinctive. I don't think it was a thought of, like, troubleshooting to figure out how to get rid of it. I think it was just instinctive that your body said, you need to swallow something to get rid of this. Yeah. It must have been instinctive from evolution. Must have been. So the evolution theory, you would, but, like, this whole yeah, I would say Adam and Eve are here and she ate an apple. Why did she eat that apple? Do you think it was because she was hungry or she just saw it and she wanted to Did he to eat it or did she eat it? She ate it, right? Eve did, right? I don't... And then somebody we, gave We a, tried religion, dude. We yeah, talked about it. I got yeah, a fight and, and I got kicked out. Everything's fine. <laughs> and then somebody gave somebody a rib, I think it was. I could go for some ribs right now. And then a snake talked to them and then that's where I lost interest. Like, snake's not talking to you. But uh, it's uh, it's interesting. Like, do you think that they were watching the dinosaurs and they're like, oh, they're eating, so maybe I should try putting something in my mouth? Well, that's what I'm saying because we derive from apes. Right. Yeah. I think so. I mean, Lucy, the connection. Who? Lucy? Do you know the story of Lucy? No. Lucy was an ape who was getting hunted by a leopard or jaguar, one of the two, and she fell out of the tree into tall grass, and she couldn't see the animal that was hunting her, so she had the initial thought to stand up to see over the grass, and then that was the first time an ape stood on two feet, and then that was Lucy. And that was all tied to Lucy was the the first basic, like, the first domino that eventually then led to Neanderthals and now us. So they were just walking on all fours before that? Apes, like, yeah. Like bear? Well, like gorillas. Like well, gorillas can stand up on two legs, right? Well, well yeah, yeah, now because of Lucy. But you got to think this is... Yeah, you well, know. obviously. It was like last year or something, right? Yeah, it was like 2019. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At the rate so of this conversation, basically. Yeah. So that's the story of how yeah, they that's, think that's apes a, started standing up? Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Do you think that Bigfoot is an actual thing, or do you think that somebody is just seeing a very large ape or bear stand on his hind legs? No. didn't. They, aren't there examples of a Bigfoot species that may or may not exist? Like, they found skeletal... Skeletal, ske- yeah, you're right. Skeletal, skeletal remains. They actually found it, and it's like Bigfoot is an actual. There's like a scientific name because you know, like a dolphin is a, and like no one actually knows those scientific names. They just know them as like it's it's a dolphin and a mammal, and that's like the extent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, the progression of the genome or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing with the human body. Like, hey, my ass hurts, and it's like, no, it's your gluteus maximus. Right, it's like yeah. no one knows the scientific name, <laughs> like weirdo. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. The brachialis yeah, right here. It's like, like the right, only bro, person, this is a really bad joke, the only person that uses scientific verbiage in normal conversation is Natter, the Olympic doctor who's like in prison for the next 130 <laughs> years. But yeah, it's it's fine. So yeah, I, I believe they found an actual remains of what Bigfoot is. Where? Do you know? I Well, it's not. Is it Everest? 
I don't think that they live there, do they? Yeah, dude. Because the the most where it where is Everest? Uh, why are we Asia. the dumbest people in the entire world? <laughs> I, why are we co-hosts, dude? I don't know. Uh, w- w- did this come out recently? Bigfoot remains. No, it was on Rogan's thing. I don't think they found remains. That's though, did that's they? what the guest said. Bigfoot was investigated by the FBI. Well, this dude. Oh, stop the the FBI. The FBI's under investigation man. by the FBI. For Christ's sake, <laughs> man who DOD killed, right who claimed. Let me start over. Man who claims he killed Bigfoot releases more pictures of the mythical creature. But yeah, I think that there's so there's been a lot of speculation around Joe Rogan and his guests when it comes to these conversations because a lot of their stories don't line up. Like even with aliens and UFOs, there's so much speculation on Waltons and all of their other alien stories because things just aren't consistent. Except for the one dude. The one dude's very consistent. But Bigfoot, I've heard that like they're very prominent in like the northern parts of Canada or Washington, like the state of Washington, because it's so wooded and rainy. Makes sense. I think. I don't know. But so you think that it's an actual creature and not an ape that people just are like, holy shit, that's a, is that a big ape or am I seeing something crazy? Yeah. Like isn't Yeti, Yeti's named after a giant Bigfoot type creature and it's around Everest. They actually reference that creature in Disney on um, what is it? What, what's what's the, is it? Splash Mountain? That ride? I don't know. I don't pay attention to anything Disney. I was looking at the camera for people to like drop a comment and help oh. us out because obviously we're borderline brain dead today. Yeah. Apparently, but well, I don't think that's any uh, that's this day specifically. And you're right, Everest is in Asia. I thought for some reason yeah. it was somewhere else. No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> creature of Asia in Everest. Did you listen to the most recent podcast with that chick from? North Korea? No. Dude, that's wild. Alleged Yeti footprint found by Michael Ward and photographed by Eric Shipton taken at Menlung Glacier on the 1951 British Mount Everest reconnaissance expedition with Edmund Hillary in Nepal. Nepal's in Asia. That's where Everest is, is in Nepal. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a giant, like, it looks like Bigfoot, but Yeti... Yeti creature you can Google, and it, yeah, that's literally, it's like a giant white ape, like, that's standing terrifying. on legs, yeah, and there's, like, Yetis that have killed hikers that are have been trying to, like, climb Everest, and it, like, eats people, and it's referenced in a Disney ride. It's referenced at Disney, and when I was there in 2017, I was, like, fascinated by it, and Colleen's like, we gotta move up in the line, we've been here for, like, four and a half hours, <laughs> I'm like, but there's, like, it's like a borderline museum, like, this is fascinating, she's like, yeah, okay, cool, let's go on the ride, I was like, alright, and the ride was awesome, but yeah, it's, like, reference, like, the face, and it's, like, the claws coming at you, and it's all, like, mouth open, like, the, the saber tooth thing, yeah. yeah, it's terrifying, there's some things that exist on Earth, man, like, I, I don't blame Elon for trying to go to Mars, you know right. what I mean, like, there's gotta be some weirder things on Mars, though, right? I think there's weirder things in the ocean. Yeah, that's true. Some How, wild things, man. Isn't it like, like we're not... 70% of the ocean is undiscovered? Yeah, we don't know a damn thing about the ocean, tell you that. Absolutely. And there's no easy way to do it. Well, no, the pressure's too... We don't have anything that can withstand yeah. it. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? You know, it's too deep. Right. Um, how much of ocean currently unexplored? Let's see. Sorry. 45 minutes. one minute, Sean. Sorry. 
80%. More than 80% of the ocean remains unexplored, and this is as of 2020. We're, we literally haven't even put a dent, man. We're, we're garbage But as we're a just species. destroying it. I think our plan is to lower the water levels so much that we can then explore it with pollution and everything else. Have you ever seen that show on National Geographic, Hashtag Not a Sponsor, Drain the Ocean? They do no, that. Really? They, yeah, they, they pull all the water away, and then they just... Because we've used sonar to make a topographic map of the ocean floor... And they pull all the water away and then, like, go explore it. It's a fascinating show. Where? What ocean can you do that? You can't do that to any ocean. Sweetheart, just... it's CGI. It's it's like a oh, it's like a software. I gotcha. Goodness gracious. I thought you were talking, like, Nat, well, Nat Geo is more most likely uh, nonfiction, right? I thought yeah, all stuff on Nat Geo was true. It It is. But not if they're CGI in the water away. Well, That's not true. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're the physical worst. <laughs> now do you understand why I don't watch Disney? That thing can't fly. There's no way. <laughs> that Mary Poppins I'm just flying with an umbrella. Yeah, I'm just extremely literal with everything in my life. But yeah, so that North Korean uh, chick, she was saying Kim Jong-un is 5'6 and 360 pounds. Or 320 pounds or something like that. That's a big boy. 5'6, 320? Yeah. He's got an insane amount of health issues. And she was saying that... The uh, like last year, you know how that all that speculation that he was basically dying. Yeah, he was basically dying. Well, yeah, everyone knew that. Yeah, but he's just a very, very. They already have contingency plans in place for when he passes because they think it's going to be soon. He's very, very unhealthy. Five six three twenty. That's a big boy. I didn't think he looked that obese. Basically, at that point, when he when Trump walked into the country. Like an OG. <laughs> no I'm one talks. <laughs> dude, no one talks about that, man. Like every other president standing there with binoculars, looking over all terrified, and then Trump's like, I'm walking across the sixty eighth parallel. Like I'm just gonna crush it. And then he just walks in. He's like, Listen listen, Rocket Man, calm down, <laughs> shake my hand. <laughs> like I mean, you gotta remember too with this picture, Trump's also a very big boy. Like he's not the thinnest guy in the entire world. Well Trump's tall like he's a right. big dude but like even his st- Trump's stomach is big and you see Kim Jong-un looks double the width of Trump it's that black coat that hides it though man oh yeah black is very thin and that's why I'm wearing red today bro I want everyone to see that I'm a fat piece of shit I, I wonder <laughs> I wonder how like look at look at him shake his hand man you gotta show that to the camera that's that's a photo that's a photo look at Trump's face well, yeah, because Trump's like, I'll shake your hand, just don't kill me. Well, no. Leave this no, soon. he's not saying that. He's like, if you try to, I'm literally going to hit you from every direction with ICBMs. No, this looks like he's pleading to him in this picture. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know what you think in the comments. I'll show you. <clears throat> yeah, they go dropping in with some fancy editing, Mr. Yeah. Wizard. Damn right. It's wild, man. But yeah, so do you think that we're going back to a uh, mask policy and stuff? I don't know. I don't think people are going to follow it. Pelosi, Biden, and Schumer now call for Andrew Cuomo to resign. As of yesterday. I just got the alert right now. Oh, well, Pelosi came out yesterday about that. Schumer hasn't changed his stance, and Biden announced yesterday as well. Andrew Cuomo should resign. That's Pelosi impression for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you don't think the mass mandate's coming back? If they do, I don't think people are going to follow it. Because we already know. Yeah. Like, people now know way too much... People have done their own research about COVID, and they're just sick of it. Like we, like Lollapalooza 2021, Google that, and then drop that photo in there and tell me that's not a super spreader event. Right. And that's occurring all over the world. You know what I mean? Like it's, 
at this point, if someone wants to get vaccinated, they will. And if someone doesn't want to get vaccinated, they won't. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like, you're not going to – the whole we're going to go door to door, that's how that's how people get shot. Right. Like, that's not going to happen. It's not even – You can't do that in America. There's not even enough resources to do that. Like, from a logistical standpoint, that makes absolutely no sense. That's such a waste of taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's – granted, a lot of things are a waste of taxpayers' money, like buying pork – and overtime, but you know what are you gonna do, Erie County? So I don't know. The whole thing is just kind of at this point exhausting. And I think businesses. There was a guy that was on um, our local news yesterday who said, "I'm not gonna ask anybody for a vaccination card. I don't like. I don't care right. if you're vaccinated or not. If you want to feel safe and wear a mask, have at it. I'm not mandating that either." And then we have a spot upstairs. And that spot upstairs is socially distanced. Um, you can wear a mask up there, and that's for like, that's for you guys. Like, right. but everybody else is going to be down here, like at the bar, and then at the other tables, just doing their thing. And I, <laughs> honestly, I think that's like, it's kind of a decent way to go about it because right. he's not losing business. But then also, people, I don't think people realize like you're all breathing the same air. Right. So, like I. This is going to be like this. What are you really doing? Because then, if, I mean, I just don't. None of it makes sense, dude. Yeah. None of it. And I know people that wear masks every day at work and then still got it from work. Right. Like, there's so much proof that masks don't work. And I've been saying it from the very beginning because I understand. Phil, we've talked about it yeah. in your basement, like on air. Like, masks don't work from a scientific standpoint. Sure, it'll stop large droplets. Like, if I try to sneeze into your throat and spread COVID with a viral load, like, yeah, it'll stop that. But the strain itself of COVID, will it's literally a mosquito on a chain link fence. Right. It's so small, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, if somebody wants... It's, it's all coming and boiling down to someone's rights. And if somebody wants to wear a mask... They're going to wear a mask. If somebody doesn't want to wear a mask, they're not going to wear a mask. And in this country, you have the right to make that decision for yourself. And you can't have it both ways. You can't You can't say my body, my choice in regards to pregnancies. And then you can't say you have no choice. You have to get vaccinated. Like you can't right. you can't do that. Like it's mm. people have the right, whether you agree with it or not, is a different conversation. Sure. But at the end of the day, people have the right to not get vaccinated. And that's OK. It's going to be like the smoking, non-smoking section at restaurants. Like, this is... 100%. Until they just say... Screw it. Yeah. Or you straight up can't smoke in here. Yeah. What do you have? PTSD from a fly? No, your light went out. Damn Just it. making sure that mine didn't. I don't know why yours did now and mine didn't. I didn't switch these. I don't know, man. I don't know. Doesn't we're, matter. We're too po for this conversation. We po. <laughs> we po. Uh, we have a... Well, we got to talk about that chair, though, quick, that I sent you earlier. Oh, the Chris, the Chris Cuomo chair. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> so I am constantly in the works of finding new things for us to spend our money on. That never stops. I'm never out of the market of spending Mike's money. It just doesn't happen. So I will go on Amazon. I have an Amazon wish list that's like $14,000 long that are just different supplies that we need for the is podcast. Is that really what it is? No, I don't think so. I think it's like thirteen five. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I think what we want to do, because we go into these interviews <clears throat> sometimes, and it's like, we're coming here with all of our equipment, but we are relying on you for a place to stay. Is that a tick up there? Oh, would you stop? No, There's seriously. No Look at, come here, come here, come here. Right on the light. 
That's a f tick, bro. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tick, dude. That's, that's, Where the f is this coming from, that's dude? That's a tick. What are you? What are you? What are you frothing? Yeah. Are you really? No, I, I haven't frothed in a while. You don't have paper towel. We're burning this stuff down. <laughs> We're out of here. Do you have a? Uh, you got a paper towel? I have this. Just wrapping bubble wrap. This is gonna this make. This is what happens, everybody. Derek straight up gives me bubble wrap and says, "Kill a tick that's on our light." Whole this whole episode, nature's coming in. We built a studio to get away from the things. We built this city. No, that can't be a tick. It has to be, right? No way. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's over there on the wall now. No, it's not a tick. It flew. Ticks don't fly, right? They jump. <laughs> Let me kill it. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> Crikey, look what we got here! <laughs> Honestly, I don't... I mean, it kind of... It looks like a tick, but it, I don't think it's a tick. I don't think ticks fly. I don't think ticks fly. The thing flew! It flew! It flew! It flew for the light! It landed over there! What? I gotta look at... I gotta look it up. What an episode this is turning out to be. I told you we were going off the rails. Hold on. Are you on it? Do they fly? Let me know. Yeah, I'll look it up. Hold on. Am my volume okay? Yeah. Can you hear me? Nope. Hello? Does, hello? I, can, I think I'm safe inside It looks like a, like a... It's not a beetle, but... Ticks can't fly or jump, but many tick species wait in positions known as questing. While questing, ticks hold onto leaves and grass. So that's not a tick. That must be like a little... I'm <laughs> Your light flickered. stressing out. Um, okay, yeah, so that's not a... That can't be a tick. It's not a tick. Whatever it is... What looks like a tick but can fly? The weevil. Can you check to see if those even exist in the Northeast? <laughs> Before you get all wild, I'm sure Autumn Leaf's like flipping up. Make sure you guys wash your hands. I that, that's what that's what Dwight finds in uh, or wants to get rid of in Jim's bed when Jim is with Kathy in the hotel room in the office. And he's like, it's weevil season. <laughs> did it walk away or did it walk away like this? All prop. <laughs> what what is he? A volunteer sheriff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, where do weasels weevils live? Yeah, because there's species that don't exist in specifically Buffalo. Especially because it's it's too cold, too cold. What are you finding? What are you looking up right now? Just where do weevils live? <laughs> That's not. You got to be like what regions? This because looks like. This looks like what it was. What regions? Guys, I'm sorry for the ridiculous content. My angle of the camera is all messed up. Is it? Yeah, look at me. It's like dead on. <laughs> you got to swing the thing out. Everything's fine. We're having fun. No. Oh, my goodness. Like, uh, ugh. Now the viewers are going to throw up. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Weevils <laughs> <laughs> are, weevils are beetles. There you go. So it is a beetle. Yeah. Because it looks like a beetle, but it's small. Called a weevil. Sexual dysmorphism. Oh my god. 
All right, guys, listen. Ro Ropalopium longiostro exhibits an extreme case of sexual dysmorphism. The female rostrum is twice as long and the surface is smoother than the male. Can we move on? Okay, this is this is what I was talking about. When someone asks us, specifically business at interview with us, they're like, hey, what got you guys into this? We always tell them when we were friends in college, back in the day, we would hang out and the most ridiculous things would happen. <laughs> this is one of those examples. And we just said we were going to start recording it. Now here we are. So there's the... <laughs> It's called the bull weevil, which is what Dwight says. Is it a bull weevil? Did it walk away all smug and just like start? And Jim's like, "Oh yeah, just all smug and pop." It's exactly what that is. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We got to now fumigate this uh, podcast <laughs> office. So thank you for joining. I'm feeling stuff in my legs now. I'm pretty sure I'm getting some sort of Lyme disease. I'm not 100 percent <laughs> sure what bull weevils carry, but I'm pretty sure now it's sexual dysmorphism. So That's why you wear jeans? There you go. Thank you, everybody, for joining. This has been episode 98. Episode 100 is coming in hot, and you will not want to miss it because it's going to be a good time. Yep. People are going to bring all the things into the studio. Oh, yeah. So all the bull weevils, all the ticks, and everything is going to be fine. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining. We are the Buffalo Happy Hour. If you are not subscribed, please subscribe. It's free to do. It's the button right down below, so please hit that. Follow us on our social media. We are at Buffalo Happy Hour 12 on Instagram and Buffalo Happy Hour on Facebook. We're also on TikTok at the Buffalo Happy Hour. Um, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, thanks for all your support. We're excited to keep going, even if you don't support us. And uh, on episode 104 we are going to dive into metrics and numbers and discuss our growth from the beginning to that point because that is our official two two year yep two year <clears throat> and with that and with that is going to be another blind tasting where mike and i are trying to figure out what whiskey's what so we're going to do that again but it might be we're going to make it a little easier this time thank god because last time was last time difficult. was rough because we were like you know what? It's really good for people that aren't even good bourbon tasters in the first place. Let's give them all bourbon and then have them differentiate between what's what. That was a bad idea. Everything is so now this time we're going to do different types. It's going to be a little bit easier, but we're going to discuss what we're tasting and how it's different. So that's coming up on episode 104. So thank you, everybody, for joining. Please remember to drink responsibly, be a good person, and Michael. Do not litter. We're out, believers. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.